This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Looking through my phone again. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are super excited. We have Christina Dalcher joining us. Uh, her debut novel is called Vox, V-O-X. And we can't stop thinking about this story, Christina. <laughs> what, a, what a brilliant debut. Well, thank you. Um, that's what... That's what I'm hearing. I mean, it's just, um, it's kind of overwhelming, actually. It leaves me speechless, if I can make that little pun. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you you got to tell us um, you, the setup of Vox and then, you know, kind of how the book came to be, because sort of that is also a story. Uh, it, yeah, it is, actually. Um, so I don't know which okay. one you want to go first with how oh. the book came to be and then the setup. I'll go. I'll, I'll go with the. I'll go with the. Uh, what the book is about first. Okay. Actually, <clears throat> uh, we've got a world which is kind of now. It seems like now, and everything is exactly the same in this world, except for one tiny little thing, and that is that women cannot speak more than one hundred words per day. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah. um, that's it. <laughs> Otherwise. Everything's normal. Obviously, there's a lot more going on with that. There's a little politics. There's a little dystopia. There's a little family strife and marital strife and so on and so forth. So we've got kind of this mashup of thriller and women's fiction and with a little bit of politics. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, 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 and I mean, it is like, I mean, it. I was telling my mom about it and she goes, well, that sounds terrifying i said but at the same time the way you've constructed the story it's, you can't stop turning you the can't. page because you want to find out what happens to gene and the family and the rest of the united States and everything i mean i know you get the handmaid's tale is a comparison but it's, it's but it's very uh your writing style is different than margaret atwood's so, and, and, well, so. and it would, yeah i mean some would say not as good um, i would say I'll better say, but i'll take different you know mm-hmm. i think it all depends on taste yeah. really you know there's there's there are all kinds of different you know books out there and obviously there are all kinds of different readers out there so it's good that we have this variety um vox is really a thriller mm-hmm. it's got it's the totally bones a of a thriller the momentum of a thriller you know the beats of a thriller so if if you're coming in expecting you know, literary fiction you you're not going to get that yeah. you're going to get a much more of a page turn not that you know literary fiction writers aren't capable of writing page turners yeah. they, they certainly are 
but but you're right. It is it is a different book, and you know we all have our own voices as writers. We all have our own styles, and I think a lot of the times what it boils down to is we also like to write the kinds of things that we like to read, and I like fast books. And, and you know? Chris, if you're just joining us with with Christina Dalcher, her debut model is Vox, which means literally speak or sound um, to make a sound, and you're a linguistics. Um, you know, you have a PhD in linguistics, so it's interesting that you write this because it, it, the book is about women only having a hundred words to speak in a day. What compelled you to write this story, though? I know you love to read th- thrillers and stuff, and this is a thriller. Yeah. What, how did you come about it, though? Okay, well, I you know I first started with a very very short piece of flash fiction, about seven hundred fifty words. So talk about you know really kind of curtailing your language and making every word count. And I, I looked at what the world would be like if suddenly, almost overnight, all humans were incapable of speaking. So that, this was a theme that I wanted to explore, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a theme that was really big enough to sustain a novel because, I mean, really, if we stopped speaking, all of us, I mean, if we just lose our language, I just don't think there's going to be enough there for a novel. I think we're going to die out probably within a week or two. So. Right. So there needed to be more there. And, you know, and I thought, okay, well, what if I, you know, tweak this? And what if I create this kind of darkly ironic story where a woman who just didn't, who, who worked all of her life on repairing people's voices, repairing the voices of, you know, these victims of a, a certain type of language loss, of aphasia, what if she, in that process, forgot to use her own voice and then... What if something happened and she lost the ability to speak, literally? Um, so that's what happened, you know, with, with, with Vox. That was my thought process, and it, it came together really quickly for a variety of reasons. But um, one, I was just kind of digging that theme and Jean's character and all these things in her life that she had to work with. You know, husband, lover, son, daughter, you know, even her daughter at six years old has has to wear a wrist counter. This six-year-old little girl can't say more than 100 words per day. So it was was thrilling, and the momentum really carried me through. Well, and I think the other part of your book that was scarily real, and I hope people take away, and I think they will, will, you know, make people woke, to use that expression, but... When you're not paying attention and you draw that you have the two characters, you have Jean, the, you know, the, our doctor and her friend Jackie, who the whole 25 years that they were friends was always politically active and, you know, encouraging Jean, don't you see what's happening in our country? You need to vote. You need. And then Jean now in hindsight in this post world where women are down to 100 words, she's like, why didn't I ever do anything? Why was mm-hmm. I always so busy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and again, oh, the dark irony. You know, here I was working on giving people's voices back to them, and guess what? I lost my own. So it's um, yeah, it's 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 kind of sad actually. And of course, you know, nobody is saying that everybody who reads Vox has to go out there yeah. and be a Jackie and oh, be no, a radical. No. But activist. I hope they vote. I mean, yeah. I, it, it makes you wake yeah. up and kind of realize because I get very discouraged when I hear. You know, like uh, just people of all different ages. Well, it you know it doesn't really matter, and that only fifty percent of people get out and vote. But it it does matter, and it deeply matters. And I think that could be a, a, a takeaway that maybe 
someone who might not be a voter would go, you know, wow. Yeah. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. If, 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 this, if one person reads the box and says, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to go to the polling booth today or, you know, on election day, mm-hmm. I'd be a very happy author. I mean, <laughs> it's not like we expect commercial thrillers and, you know, fiction to change people's lives. But if, if that little change happened, I would be quite content. I just, um, Christina, I just think this is one of the best books we've read this year. We both give you a five out of five. And um, (laughs) everyone, it's so compulsive. I couldn't leave it, put it down. Um, it's a thriller. It's intelligent. It's thought provoking. It made Lori and I, we'd want to have conversations about this book. It's just one of those books that touches all different areas of your. For sure, a uh, book club pick. Oh I mean, my, my gosh. gosh be- it's so good. And my mom is suffering from global aphasia. Oh. She had a stroke wow. a year ago. So it's that piece was interesting to me, too. Yeah. You know, I talking mean, that about. Must, that must hit hard. And, you know, and obviously the. the, the some of the linguistics in Vox is speculative. Right, you know, right. Wernicke's aphasia, this particular type of aphasia in Vox, which, you know, targets within the meaning center, center of, the, of the brain, you know, in terms of language processing, that exists. But mm-hmm. there is, as you know from your, you know, from your experience with your mom, there's no magic cure. Right. Right? Can you work on that, though? <laughs> I know, I did like I that in the book where Jean is called to work for the White House because the president's brother has had this stroke and they yeah. want to, you know, get the language back. So that all, it's that fascinating. Was really, it was really fascinating. Oh, and I'm so excited for has, you. Has Stephen King called you? Are you guys going out to lunch? Are you guys just Twitter friends? Or what's happening with you and Stephen King? Well, if 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 Mr. King is listening, um, I'll buy him lunch. <laughs> Christina, uh, no. it, it's so good. Uh, this could be. This would be like. Oh, it's just it, it, who's so optioned good. it? Who's who's optioned it? Um, I can't say that okay. yet. But it's happening. <laughs> it's things. Things are it, things are being talked about, but yeah. I'm, I'm not able to say anything about that yet. I wish I could. Yeah, just well, congratulations. Um, it's just this looks fine. Do you are oh. you working on another book? I am actually the, the a second book, not a sequel to Vox, is in the works. It's actually finished and in my editor's hands right now. So I expect I'll have a little bit of tweaking to do with that, or maybe a lot, <laughs> depending on, on, on what Cindy thinks of at Berkeley. And then I'm I'm actually working on a, a another novel kind of as we speak and the second one doesn't have as much to do about language, but it's still dystopian. It's, mm-hmm. I'm looking back in history and trying to see what, trying to ask what if we had sort of a resurgence of the eugenics movement. Yeah. Um, wow. Which, as you That's a big know, topic right now. Was a very, very scary period in, um, in our American history. And then the third book will return to some language themes. So. Okay. I'm still fleshing that out, but it's very exciting. Okay, Christina, so I know you can't talk about the movie, but if you were to just, like, cast Jean, who's, like, mid-40s, you know, what actress would you just, like, if you could have your, you know, dream, Who do you have someone or do you not have anyone in mind at all? I I get that question a lot. I mean, you know, Charlize Theron would be be terrific. She would be, wouldn't Um, she? You know, there are um, there are plenty of actresses out there, you know, in the U.K., in the U.S. Yeah. I think anyone really who, um, you know, who 
is about that age who looks like she can she might have had the the life experience that mm-hmm. you need for a slightly older character, you yeah. know, sort of a middle aged, you know, mother and wife. And also who, you know, can bring that kind of intelligence that, that yeah. my character Jean has to the screen. Right. Anybody would be great. Right. Okay, so we have to ask you, I know what yeah. your three favorite books are, but what was the very last great book you read? The very last one. The very last great book. I've, well, I just read a, an advanced reader's copy of The Farm by Joanne Ramos, which is not out yet, but I think it's coming out in May of 2019. And it is delicious. Now, as for books that are out, I really liked Baby Teeth. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, creepy. You know, not a book for everyone. But, right. But again, it raises some really interesting questions about family and parenthood and unconditional love and what a, a baby, you know, how a baby can change a marriage. I found it absolutely fascinating. Yeah, well, and that's true, because Christina, that Baby Teeth and Vox, two of our favorite books this oh, year. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, then I'm in excellent company. You are, well, we <laughs> hope to have you on and hear more and read more about Vox getting on the big screen or little screen or whatever it is. What a, what a treat for us. This book is really a, 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 an amazing read. Thank yeah. you well, so much. Thank you. And I'll be up in Minnesota at Excelsior Bay Books when? Uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh. Uh, November 10th, Saturday, she will be oh at Excelsior Bay Books. Okay, right. we'll, remi- we'll remind people on that Friday yes. Brilliant. to come out and see you. Thank you so Thank much, you Christina. So much. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. We've got a couple copies of the book to give away, 651-641-1071. And when we come back, uh, if you want to share with us uh, one of your favorite books that you've read, we'll be taking phone calls in a couple minutes.